Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blading Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 14, Austin Pass. Yesterday, we had like a couple of problems within the, the connection because of Instagram. Like we had some problem here in Italy. Again, hopefully today we are going to be Victor Savamek. Uh, we are hopefully going to be grande dog to bene to getting through to getting get, to getting through of it. Um, yesterday the connection drops like three times, like uh, every two three minutes it was going down. So luckily today it will be better. And uh, yeah, we are going to talk with Austin Pass. Um, we are going to discuss about like. Um, uh, what is going on right now in New York? Um, what like if this coronavirus is affecting his his job? And like um, we are going to introduce something new. We are going to introduce like the fact, the live and comment of a, a section which is going to be for this one his profile on the truth, volume two, a video that Austin has uh, um, filmed and edited. So yeah. That's that's gonna be like pretty interesting, I would say. If you guys have any questions, just uh, let us know about the questions, and uh, yeah. How is going on so far in your city, guys? Everything's fine. Yeah, what's up, man? You. Gonna say hi to all the homies. Are you guys good here? No, here is fine. Luckily, it's fine. Super sunny day. We had like um, I would say almost twenty degrees. So too bad that we are here stuck at home. I just went downstairs in my garage, went skating a little bit. Yeah, I'm just waiting to be to more people to join to join the live stream. So thirty-four. What? Damn. We're about. We're about around the world. Hey, if you guys have any question. To, to make it to, to Austin, just uh, post it down here. Cos'è il gioco? Sono i filtri? Turkey, oh man. I'd love to go skating in Turkey. I remember the video that USD did in Istanbul, and that place looks pretty cool. Just like John, I need to come to South Florida. It looks delicious, isn't it? 
Hallo Sebastian, wie geht's? Alles gut? So it seems that today the connection it works fluently. I don't really know what happened yesterday. I was saying to the other guys that it drops like every it was dropping every two minutes, every three minutes. It was pretty I was kind of upset because Oh gracias, gracias. I was kind of upset because um, what Miguel was saying was pretty interesting and it was pretty deep. So I'm looking forward to see... Eccoci qua. <laughs> I was looking forward to see what he was going to say about it. So yeah. Ciao Teo, ciao Ste. Come raga? Oh, minchia, ma Ste, ma solo ieri mi sono accorto che era a orzi nuovi. Stefano, Stefano Noli, this guy, he's coming from like the, probably the, 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 the most heated area here in Italy, like um, around like all that area, which is like uh, the area of Bergamo and Brescia. It has been like a war zone, man, it's crazy. Super gil. <laughs> non si sente l'audio? Ma non lo sentite o voi mi sentite? You guys, can you hear me well? Yeah, I guess so, because John was asking me, so. Oh, yes. Grazie, Teo, gentilissimo. Kevin's in the house. What's up, brother? You good? Grazie, dog, gentilissimo. All right, Clea. I was, I was like, um, I was watching your stories in, uh, in Amsterdam. It looks pretty cool, huh, isn't it? And luckily you're able to walk your dog, so for you it's fine, right? Because I also seen uh, Yaro's story and he's like pretty much stuck at home. So right now it's the best time to get dogs, isn't it? Sì, sì, qua tutto bene a Milano, Teo. Ho appena girato una roba um, uh, per un documentario che andrà al cinema. Yeah, for sure, dogs are always the best. I was saying in Italian that like um, uh, some people uh, reached me up in Instagram because they saw my stories while I was um, skating my box in my period and they are making like a documentary about this whole situation through the whole country. And so they just came here and like um, we made some... Uh, some like uh, some footage of me scanning those boxes and asking me about like uh, what is going on, what's my feeling of it and, and so on. So pretty interesting. And just like, as I was saying earlier uh, today, we are going to introduce something new, which is like the, the live commenting on uh, a video or like a profile. Fritz is here? No way, Fritz. Um, yeah, and we are going to make the, um, the live commenting of the truth too. But Fritz, are you good, brother? Damn. Bombers, damn. So glad to see you here, brother. Thank you so much for joining. Do you remember? Great. I'm glad. I'm glad to see that, uh, that you're okay, Bombers. I'm looking forward to hug you, bro. Even if right now it's not the, the right moment because of this uh, 
Oh, no, no. Really, really happy to see that you're typing it in, man. So, so glad to see it. Mm. Yeah, I was saying that, like, even if right now it's not the moment of hugging and whatever, but like, once we are getting through all of these, all of these things around the globe and like, uh, yeah, I would like to, to come visit and hug you and, and all that, brother. So happy. Do you guys have any questions to, I've received like a couple of questions to, to Austin and uh, yeah. Oh, it will be me. I miss you too, brother. It will be great. It will be great. But like, I don't want to, I don't want to bother, you know? You know, do you, uh, Fritz, do you remember the, um, the chicken curry that I was making here in Milan? Right now it became a fucking legend, bro. <laughs> a lot of people tell me like, uh, asking me about like, um, making the, uh, the recipe and so on. Like put it on here on Instagram the recipe. So, but yeah, Fritz, it's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty cool to see you here, and like I really appreciate um, the fact that you're typing here down. And yeah, I will definitely need to come to 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 visit uh, to visit you in uh, in Texas. Actually, I wrote down a book about about Texas, and it looks such an amazing place. They were like mainly spoken about the Houston, but the the whole country of Texas. Uh, Looks pretty intense and big. So yeah, Austin is here. <laughs> Man, <it's, laughs> you're the best. Yeah, definitely. Next time we'll come, like if I ever, like, yeah. Next time we'll come to Texas, I will make you the curry chicken. All right, brother? <laughs> all right, yeah. Let's start this thing with, uh, with Austin because he's already here. Kind of hype. Got a couple of questions here. Yo! Yo, what up? Fine, what about you? You're good? Um, I guess I'm pretty good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's Everything's good with you? Yeah, yeah. It, um, it's fine. It's fine now? You guys were, were fucked the other week, huh? Still, still like, we're in the same situation. Like, uh, super blocked. Like, we are not able to leave the house. Just for like, if you need to walk your dogs, you have like five minutes. Or if you need to yeah. do like some sport activities, you need to do it like in a range of 200 meters from your house. So, oh, shit. and it's like in a short limited amount of time. So you have to do it in like 30 minutes or something. Oh shit. Damn. That's crazy. There's, there's no restrictions like that over here. Oh, really? <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing. Yeah. But People like, keep asking me about it too. And I'm like, there's like nothing. There's no... You can do whatever you want for you, pretty much. There's people outside when it's nice out. You know, the parks are crowded still, which is fucking crazy. But yeah, there's yeah. nothing like that here. It's pretty crazy because, like, it's the same thing that happened here in the first week. Like, we are totally underestimate the the this whole contagious situation. So we were, like, yeah. everybody were still around at the bars or, like, at the park. We were still yeah, skating yeah. around and stuff like that. But then, like, we when, like, we saw... The, the numbers increasing and like the number of deaths like uh, increasing day after day or like mm -hmm. even hour after hours we started getting scary yeah. about it and like we were like okay that's something serious and let's take it seriously and uh, and try to to um, to stay home as much as possible because right now for example if they can cut you around and you're alone by yourself you can get like a ticket for about like two thousand euro 
And like if you're Damn. That's if you're crazy. Modern, yeah, true. And like if you're in more yeah. than two persons, you can get each person five five thousand euro ticket. Oh shit! Damn. Has anybody actually gotten those tickets yet? Have you heard of that? No, or is it just I like something to scare people? Yeah, I mean, like I heard like here in Milan, like in in, in one day the police did like more than twenty thousand. But in the whole country, more than twenty thousand. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy! <laughs> that's fucking nuts. In New York, they do um, they're like threatening with like five hundred dollar fines, but it's they they specify that it's like only after warnings have been given. So like if you're out like say playing basketball with a bunch of people, they'll be like, Hey, you guys gotta break it up and then if you don't comply with that, then they'll be like, Okay, now we have to give you a ticket. But it's like so okay. lean out here, it's crazy. No, here like I mean it really depends about like what is going on with the police that can stop you because a friend of mine, for example, gets stopped by police the other day, but he went to his mom's place to bring her like mm -hmm. the, um, the the thing that he bought from the shop. And like the, the yeah. police said, okay, it's fine. But like, I don't know yeah. how they can judge you, you know, to- That's, that's exactly the, the hard part about it, I think. Mm -hmm. True, because like you, yeah. can, you can be around because you, you make like the walk to reach your mom's place to, to bring her like yeah, the, yeah. the thing from the grocery and uh, yeah. you can get fined or you are not getting the fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the numbers it's, it's, it's a weird work, way to judge it. True. And the numbers yeah, in the New numbers York, in New York are, are bad, right? <laughs> They're yeah. crazy, almost like here. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the numbers were in New York versus Italy, but they're saying that, like, New York is the new, like, epicenter of corona pretty much in the world. Damn. And, yeah. So it's getting pretty bad. Yeah, it looks like in Ray Mendes the other day, he just sent me, like, a yeah. couple of pictures, just like you were saying, about, like, a metro ride, and the metro was, like, packed. Of yeah, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's like I, I live on like a pretty, like a somewhat busy like area, and I kind of look out my window, and there's like a bus stop and everything, and there's still like people there every day. Like every time I see people getting on the bus, I'm like, that's fucking crazy, because like people go on there like no protection too, like no mask, no glove, nothing, and just touching everything. And you're obviously in a confined area with people too when you go on the bus. So like people don't give a fuck. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> straight up. But you, you also have like here from Matteo, a good friend of mine from Italy, a shout out for your picture. He says that uh, your picture of New York are amazing. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to go out um over the weekend and get more pictures. Oh, really? Yeah. So but, hopefully we get some more cool shots. But are you able to, to like, do you need, for example, here as I'm a videographer, like to do like jobs and stuff like that, the people who's going to hire me, they are going to give me like a permit to, to signal around the city. Is that the same or like just like because you were seeing me earlier, like, no, you can go they, around. You can, do whatever, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> no one's going to stop you, especially now. Like, there, there's, like I, I said, like people are outside doing shit, but like generally the city is like empty compared to how it is. You know, there's fucking 10 million people in New York. So usually it's like pretty crazy. But now people are still out and like doing whatever the fuck they want to do. But generally it's way less populated than it usually is. So it like... I took a, a picture in Times Square like last week, whatever, and I straight up was just driving down 7th Avenue right in the middle of Times Square, and I just pulled over to the side of the road, jumped out of my car, and took a picture. Like, you can never do that on a normal day in Times Square, you know? Like, it's so crazy, so busy. You can't just stop your car and jump out, but, like, that's the type of stuff that you're able to do now. So that's what I want to do again. Like, I'm not trying to be 
uh, like walking around with all these people, but I'm literally going to drive my car into the city and just drive specifically up to certain spots that I could take pictures at, jump out of my car, take pictures and jump back in my car. Like no human interaction. Yeah. Like no human interaction. (laughs) I ain't touching nobody. None of that. True. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. And it's like, I feel like as a photographer, I need to document some shit like this, you know, like during this crazy time in our lives, you know, because who knows, like I could show these pictures to like my kids and shit, like 30, 40 years down the line or whatever. True. It, it, it makes perfect sense. I do, I do understand it. It's pretty cool because like uh, this is something that, like we are like, if we're going to explain it to our kids or like to the next generation, they will never understand like what happened. Yeah. And like uh, if you tell, hey, Times Square was empty and they were like, ah, it's yeah, yeah. impossible. How it was empty. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to, yeah. you have to show it to them because it's. And really- especially years that, yeah, years down the line, it's going to be even more populated the city. You know, there's 10 million people in New York now. There could be fucking 20 million people in New York by that time, you know? So it's even True. more crazier to see something like that, you know? But be yeah, like I'm taking advantage of the cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking advantage of if there is like a bright side to anything, I'm trying to take advantage of that as much as possible. Make it mm-hmm. make perfectly sense. But like you're yeah. working as a photographer, right? Yeah. And like, how did you, because like um, from the truth and stuff like that, I always uh, see you as, as a videographer. And how did you transfer yeah. like, your passion from video to photography? Um, well, I kind of do both now. Like I own a video, I technically own like a video company but I do photos as well. I just do like whatever comes my way, but um, like a lot of work I do now is with my wife. My wife is mainly a photographer. So like if we work together on a shoot, like she'll do the photos and I'll do the video, stuff like that. But since I started, like, I don't remember, there probably wasn't much different of a time from when I started photo to video because it all started, I mostly got into it like doing, like filming skating shit. So that time I was like, take my dad's camera out, shoot photos of us skating. But I would also be like, oh, can I please have like a video camera for like my birthday or something like that so I could film us. So it happened around the same time. And I was always doing both throughout like the past like 20 years or whatever. So I never really consider myself one over the other. I just sometimes oh, if people ask me, I'll, I'll say photographer just because it's easier for people to comprehend that than a videographer or something. But um, it's always been like hand in hand with both of them. Awesome, awesome. And like, you are originally from Brooklyn or from like another? Uh... No, uh, technically I'm born, I was born in Brooklyn, but I've lived my whole life in Staten Island. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty cool. And how was like the, yeah. when, when did you start skating? When was it? Uh, when did you start skating? Uh, I started in 96. Okay, so the scene was like pretty, pretty intense back then. In the, in the, yeah, that the was like the big... Yeah, it was fucking, yeah, New York was packed with people. It was when skating was on TV, you know, like, all the time. And everybody I knew skated, everybody, like, who, the the groups were huge. You were able to go to, like, random skate spots or random parks, and there would just always be people skating there, which was cool. I mean, skateboarders pretty much have that now, but, like, for bladers to be able to do that is, like, unheard of nowadays, pretty much. And I I remember, like, a couple years ago, actually, when, um, uh, when Keaton uh, Newsom passed away like a few years ago, uh, homie in Texas, uh, like everybody skated for him that day. Like people in Texas had a session or people in like NorCal and like, I think like LA, they had like a session for him, like a memorial session in their own towns. But it was the winter time in New York. So I usually wouldn't be going out skating because it's so cold. And I remember that day it was like, happened to be nice in New York. So I was like, 
you know what, I'm going to like, I see all these people on like Instagram and Facebook skating for uh, key and I'm going to just go have like a solo session, film, like put my cell phone down. I never, I never skate by myself, never do any of that stuff. I never film anything by myself. I'm like, let me just film a couple of clips and like, it's for a key and you know? So I go to the skate park and I, when I'm driving there, I'm like thinking the same thing. I'm like, yo, this would be so cool if like it was how it was 20 years ago when I could just show up to a skate park and I know just people are going to be there already, you know? And Man. I pull up to the skate park. Nobody's there except for one other rollerblader. And it happened to be like some kid. Yeah, it happened to be like some kid who I used to skate with back in the day. And I didn't even know he still skated. So like I shut like that pretty much happened. Like it happened to happen that day. I just walked into the skate park and there happened to be another blader there that I didn't like come in contact with. And it's especially on Staten Island. It's so rare, too, because like it's my hometown. Like I pretty much know everybody who skates here. There's not many of us, you know, so like to run into somebody you don't expect is, is really uncommon. Awesome. Awesome. Man, it's pretty intense. I do remember the, that session because I also did like a line that I filmed it and I, and I sent it to, to John, to John Sullivan. Uh, so it was oh, did you? probably like, was yeah. like two, three years ago, actually. Right. Yeah. My, I had Volos then. So it was like probably three years ago. Two, three, three. Yeah. Remember that, that thing fitting clearly, man, it's, it's pretty intense. And like, yeah. I remember, like, I had, like, this video, like, where there were, like, Alex Nunez talking about, like, a story of um, he, he and, like, a videographer. They were, like, around filming something, and then, like, all of a sudden, they got robbed by, 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 by some random dudes. Is it, like, this yeah, dangerous? Yeah. Like, is it still this dangerous to go filming some, in some area of New York, or it is, like, changing it, right it, all, it all depends where you go. Like, um... Uh, like skating now, like that was a long time ago. That was probably like over 10 years ago. Um, so like the city itself is just like gentrifying more and more, obviously. Like all the bad neighborhoods are becoming just like hipster people from out of state and all, all this stuff. So it's not as common nowadays. I forget what neighborhood they were in, but there are definitely some places where that could happen still, especially if you're like just a bunch of little like punk kids with like a nice looking camera, like it would be easier to be like, yo, I want to rob this kid right now. And also back then, I think too, like cameras weren't as accessible as they are now. Like now you'll probably get more money if you rob somebody's iPhone rather than robbing like somebody's camera. So it probably wouldn't happen as much now. But I, yeah, I, I've definitely been to like, like I don't skate street as much now, like in New York. Like I don't go like venturing off into spots like how we used to back in the day. But a few years back, we did go to some like projects and it was the middle of the week, like early morning where like as an adult, you would try to skate because kids are at school and shit like that. But I remember pulling up to this spot and like the doorman came over, I guess. And he was like, yo, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we we're going to skate this rail. And he's like, well, like, like, are you going to kick us out? Whatever. He was like, I mean, I'm going to kick you out. But like the people who live here are probably going to fight you if you don't fucking get the fuck out of here. So we were like, oh, that's like real. He's kicking out real. Like, it wasn't even his job. Like he didn't give a fuck like to kick us out. He was like, but you're going to have to fight the tenants right now. Like if you stay here. So certain places are, for the most part, if you're like visiting or a tourist, you're not going to end up in those places anyway to skate. So it's not not anything people should be like scared about for coming to New York. Damn, that's crazy. I do have like a friend of mine who was married with a with a Brazilian girl, and he told me that like once he like there was like a bowl pretty close to the the house of the parents of his wife or his ex wife. And like he went there a couple of times, nearly like early in the morning, it was like 10 or nine in the morning uh, before they mm -hmm. were going to the beach. He went there, skin a little bit at the bowl, 
And then one day he he been there, he went there at like 6 p.m. or something like that. Couple of kids mm -hmm. they run to him and they were like Simone, Simone. They told something about the you know, to him in, in Brazilian, and all of a sudden mm -hmm. he just understand it like he had to leave. And then the next day, um, he and his wife they were walking around to the neighbor, and he find those kids, and he has to his wife to ask the kids what the kids were saying, and the kids were saying to him to leave the spot because like uh, it was like a, a meeting point of those uh, I wouldn't say narcos, but like like one of those okay. dangerous groups of people and they were might the, ch yeah. the, the chance to be robbed or killed or something like that so the kids were like to, <laughs> and tell them to, to go away because it was that's in new york that's in new york brazil brazil oh in brazil yeah yeah okay so like yeah south america's fucked i mean i haven't been many places in south america but like when i was in colombia that place was fucked like it's nice and like i love skating over there really? but like there's a lot of sketchy places and i've heard many stories of other places in south america too so, I mean, I'm sure Brazil is no different from any of them. That's crazy, though. Yeah, yeah, it looks like. I mean, I might be pretty scared to go in Brazil, especially with <laughs> yeah. all these things. Unless, <laughs> unless yeah, unless you were like a local that, yeah, I wouldn't do that unless I was with a local who really knew like where they were going, what they were doing. Same thing with just like <laughs> traveling in general. Like, even if I'm not skating, if I'm just going on like a vacation with my wife, like I want to, if I'm going to a place like that, I want to hopefully be with somebody who knows to steer me in the right direction, you know? It's true, just like, true. but when you are, when you are skating, it's just, you don't want to be in that type of environment because it's one other thing you have to worry about. Like, I don't want to have to keep skating, worrying if somebody's going to run up on me or like, if I'm going to get kicked out of a place, like, I hate thinking about that. So like, it's just as an adult, I guess, skating now, it's just one less thing you want to worry about. You know, you just want to go out and have fun. Uh, I don't, I don't care true. about having to worry about getting kicked out. It's like an extra thing in the back of your head. You don't need fucking you up, risking you getting hurt on a trick or something, you know? True, true, true. Make make perfect sense. And like, yeah. tell me something about the be unique. The other day, uh, Brother Union posted the the that video that I like. I always wonder because I do have like a more than three hundred <laughs> or like almost four hundred DVDs of, of plating, and I always Damn. try to find no no difference. And uh, <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh man, I need to watch it. And I watched it. I was super pumped. And uh, yeah. And it so reminds <laughs> me, man. It really reminds me of all of the the charisma, the 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 be unique brand, bring it into the scene. Yeah. In my opinion, because it was mm -hmm. something. And I also text, uh, um, even if I never met him in person, but also uh, I've text like uh, to Corden and tell him, hey, dude, like the thing that you've done with be unique, it was something else. It was mm -hmm. pretty intense. Like you guys bring mm -hmm. it like a, a, a like a, I wouldn't say, yeah, like a, a, a yeah, kind of a statement into the blading scene because of what they uh, did and something like that. And like, what does it mean to you to um, skate for them? And like, what was be unique for you when you were like, uh, um, before getting into the team and, and and stuff like that? Yeah, when like, you know how like recently in recent years, a lot of people started coming back into skiing, like older guys, I guess. Like a lot of my friends who did that, when they came back, they would like catch up on shit from the past few years that they missed, like 10, 15 years, whatever it was. and if stuff during that era would pop up, like the be unique stuff, uh, we would always be like, man, like those were like, like people have like their own like golden era of skating. Like it to me, like my eyes, that was one of them definitely because that was a time where we were hard in New York. Like we had, there was a bunch of us, like, like me, Billy, Franco, Ramel, Alex Nunez, like the whole be unique crew. And then when we connected with like the Kelsos in Philly and stuff, like we had like a really strong scene and that was like maybe one of the last, eras where we would just cruise around the city and 
Chris and Courtney from Be Unique, they used to live like right uptown, like in the middle of the city. So like we would all the time just crash at their house and just wake up the next morning, 10 of us like sleeping on the floor, like sardines in their little Manhattan apartment and just go skate all day and just come back and do it all again, like the next day. And that was like watching videos like that, like no difference, like obviously takes me back to those times. And that was a video where, yeah, like no one saw that video. There was a premiere in New York like before it was even done, I remember uh, Chris even saying, Chris Brown was saying that like it wasn't finished, but they were going to have a premiere for it. And then they were going to like fine tune it and then release it after that. So we, that cut that's posted, whoever posted that, that might not even been the same version. I don't even remember because it was so long ago, you know, but they actually have a picture of us all at the premiere too. Uh, it might be somewhere on like Facebook or something. And probably no one even knows that it was from that day, but none of us have seen it since that day so like it's a premiere for all of us again pretty much it's been so yeah. long and looking yeah looking back on it like we were all just different people like obviously i'll look back on myself and be like holy shit like that was a whole different person but like looking back on all my friends too that i still spend a lot of time with now like everybody has changed so much and it was definitely a video of its time because like i don't think many people can relate to it now as much but it was definitely of its time and it was like a part of our history and our culture that was definitely missing that just like a piece of the puzzle just like fell back in. And it was really cool seeing that. I don't know. I didn't really see people's other reactions to it, but I'm like curious to see what people thought about it because it's definitely weird to see nowadays because everyone's so much different now between like just everyone's life in general, even like New York scene isn't really like that anymore, but it was definitely really cool. And I'm, I hope like people enjoyed it. <laughs> it. I feel like it was, it was almost too hood for everybody to watch that. Like, <laughs> no, I did, I did enjoy it. <laughs> half of it was like filmed in like the project hallways and shit. Like, it, it was, it was, I think, way too hood for a lot of people nowadays. But like I said, it's of its time, and that was like a part of our history that I'm glad we have back now. For whoever posted it, thank you so much for posting that. I don't know who you are or how you got that video, but that was something I never thought we'd see again. No man, it's 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 amazing, and like it's crazy because like in my opinion, it's like um, so out of time. Like when they they shot it in two thousand, uh, the world be unique video from like eleven thirty of freestyle rolling and and yeah, yeah. checkmate and stuff like that. How it has yeah. been like edited, how it has been graded, mm -hmm. like within within the color grading, mm -hmm. how it has been shot. It it was pretty yeah. like um, like uh, out of its time in my opinion mm -hmm. like it looks like a one of those projects that you can see right now with our camera that we are used to film right now you know what i mean yeah 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 they uh those guys really knew what they were doing like like so it was two people it was chris brown and corny brown brothers and like chris did most of the like chris did most of like what you saw he did like the artistic design he did like he did all the photography, the videos, he edited everything. Um, he directed all the, all this shit, like that whole video. I'm pretty sure he directed most of it. Um, and Courtney was like the man behind the scenes. Like we would, like I said, we would all like cram, like cram in their apartment and sleep like 10 of us before we go skating. But like Courtney would be the one who would have like a business book, like a marketing book, like before all this stuff was accessible online. Like he was always reading on how like market themselves, all this business stuff. He didn't go to, I don't think he went to school. He might've went to school, but he was always studying that shit. So he knew like, like Chris knew like how to film and make stuff look good. And then Courtney would take it and know how to market and know how to like pitch it to all these people because they were always working on shit. We, I don't think a lot of people know, like we shot a pilot for MTV, like a reality skate show. And 
that was something also that we'll probably never see again. Well, maybe we'll see, but like they shot a pilot for MTV of like a skate reality show where we used to have the uh, underground. It was the unique skate park in Brooklyn. And it was like, I think the premise was just like a bunch of us living at the skate park and we would just do stupid shit around the skate park. But it was filmed like a reality show, like with the interviews and stuff like that. And it was put together really well. Like I said, like all these things were just ideas they had, but like, marketing all this stuff like Courtney was in charge of all that they really knew what they were doing and they got in touch with all these people they had these meetings at like MTV and stuff like that they even had like an office in the middle of Times Square but like you know, it was fucking it was, it was crazy but I mean they were so good at it that they just took it and went somewhere else I guess where there was you know more money and stuff so you know it shows really what their potential was yeah true I remember like um, in probably uh, was Winter Clash 2008, they, just, like, they sold out everything like in 30 minutes or something like that. Like yeah. literally yeah. like everybody run up to their booth. It was like super packed and everybody bought everything from there. Yeah. It was pretty, mm -hmm. pretty intense. And yeah, man, I really love that, that area and like those videos and the way you guys mm -hmm. were skating and stuff like that, man. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I, I need to, to, to say it because like uh, I'm a fan of you, just like uh, as you know it, you and Bill and stuff like oh, that. Thank you. No, yeah, really, thanks. Really, really do appreciate it. And I do, I do believe that like you guys uh, should deserve it more in a way, you know, like pro model or you know, mm -hmm. something like that, you know what I mean? And um, I think everybody, yeah. everybody thinks they should deserve more than what we actually do, <laughs> but you know, I, at this point, it doesn't even matter, everybody's in it now for just for the love of it, no matter what they're doing now. Like back then, we were. We were kids and we saw like hope in something that we were almost like promised was going to blow up in the next year or two and then it obviously just never happened but now i think now if you're like doing anything involved in skating you know that you're doing it just for fun you know you're most likely unless you're like the rare exception of like john or someone like that like you're not really going to make like a living or be rich off something like this so we're all doing stuff just for fun true you know? yeah which is yeah. like it's true it's, it's, it's very pure it's like when you're a kid and you start doing something, when you start like playing basketball, or start putting your skates up for the first time, you don't do it because you're gonna be a pro, you're doing it because it's fun. And that's pretty much what we're all doing now, just as adults instead. No, true, true. I do like, I do agree with you, but uh, but yeah, just like I was saying, man, like me and all my friends here in Italy, we were like, oh man, I wanna be like, like Austin, I wanna do like true talks, like, <laughs> like, I wanna be like Alex Nunez, I wanna do like, you know, all of the switch-ups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were super yeah. hyped on watching you guys on the, on those videos. Sick, that's cool. Like, so, that's no, cool, man. It's good to hear you say that. I think that like New York had a particular style back then and it was something that was definitely unique to us. I think, uh, I, I don't know how to say it, but like, I don't know. We just, we all had like such a good, like a unique style. Like it really was unique to New York. I would think yeah. like the way yeah. Mike Johnson skated, Billy skated, I skated Calvin Sales, like John Ortiz, like we got that New York flavor, you know? <laughs> and that's true. That's pretty true. And like, uh, um, I'm a big fan of those Californian perfect spots, but like all the surroundings mm -hmm. of the spots in New York are just like um, mm -hmm. amazing. Like all the streets, all mm -hmm. of the, the, just like you were saying, there are different flavors through the like different mm -hmm. scenes from New York yeah. to Philly to, to Austin in mm -hmm. Texas or like, but yeah. the New York ones in some way, uh, maybe because it's the capital of hip hop and I, I've been like a hip hop fan since like the, since I, I don't know, when I was like, 12 or 13 or something like that. So maybe right. that's why I always been like super like uh, 
um, interested in this in those kind of stuff, but it also like uh, yeah. defense in it, and, and, and I always love it. Yeah, there's there's nothing much yeah. I can say about it. Yeah, have you ever been to New York? Yeah, I've been there like in 2015. I went skating in a oh, bunch of spots with um with my, with my man Sean Grusman, and um okay. yeah, we we went skating yeah in downtown Manhattan. In uh, those ledges were Brasco um, on his second uh, video, he did like uh, the zero spin over the jersey. They're like those rounded ledges, like uh, almost pink. He did like a, a rolling down something to fake it. And oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did those ledges yeah. and then like a down rail pretty, pretty close to, do, to that spot. It's like um, uh, a square, but like rounded on top, like a down rail in the middle of the stair. Mm -hmm. Perfect rails, mm. and then uh, yeah, but yeah, I've been skating. In a so, so you know, like the New York vibes of skating around and shit like that. And especially if you skated downtown, like you know all the spots like next to each other. You just skate around, jump around, and that's something also that's really unique to like New York. It's similar in like other like Barcelona's like that too, and a lot of other major cities I guess around the world. But it's not like California at all. So that's no exactly definitely definitely different to New York. You know, true, true, true. And then I do need to come back to 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 New York because. Like my my dream is to do like a uh, truth of acid in different spots all over the world, and uh, I'm oh, looking yeah. <laughs> forward, which is pretty crazy. I know it, but yeah, I know yeah. for, for some reason I do find that trick uh, attractive. I don't know why, and uh, my mission is like to <laughs> yeah, do it like cool. in, in different places all around the uh, yeah. the, the globe, and I do really would like to go to, to the John Bound if they are still skatable. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that that spot looks. Uh, you, you never been there before, I guess. No, you never, didn't go to John Bound. That spot, I, as far as I know, like no one really goes there as much anymore, but it was uh, like chained up, like mm -hmm. literally they, they chained up, but then like there, it was it was capped like many different ways over the years. It was chained up and then people clipped it and like Alex Nunez clipped it and he put like his own locks on it so that like only he could skate it, like he has the key for it, you know, Damn. but like it would look locked. Yeah, but like from the last time that I went there, it's been it's been like probably five or six years, maybe more since I've been there. But it's chained from what I know of, but you would just take the chains off it. Like it's just wrapped around so that the people who okay. work at the school think it looks like it's still chained, but you would just unravel it and skate it. But okay, like, I, I guess, I guess no one really goes there anymore. I don't, it might've changed over the years, who knows, but like, it's definitely uh, been neglected a lot over the past few years. And if you went there, you would be like, I can't believe this spot exists. It's a skate park rail in a fucking, with stairs. It's so good. <laughs> you would your top as easy. <laughs> Dude, like Nick, Nick, the first thing that I'm going to do after this wall situation situation is going to be <laughs> buying a flight ticket <laughs> to New York. And if you do that, let, if you do that, let me know. I'd love to skate John Bound again. I haven't been there in a long time. Oh man, dude, this is like a dream. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's good. good. Mm. And like, um, I don't want, I don't want you to like just because you you mentioned it, and but I don't want you to be like too too deep on that, but like. Uh, how was skating with Alex? Because as I was saying to me, yeah. I was like all the time watching his profile on 1131 mm -hmm. or freestyle running and stuff like that. Like how mm -hmm. was skating with him? And uh, he's like, the, the, the video they done for him, it's pretty, pretty cool. The one, the, the yeah. 20 minutes video. Yeah, yeah. That was like, Alex had like, just to like touch on his fucking skating, his fucking, I think he had like one of the best styles ever like in skating history. His skating style was so good. And that's like, a real New York style, like I was talking about before. Like when he skates, you can tell. Even if you don't know that Tim, you can tell. Like he's from New York, the way he skates, you know. Uh, suit like his skating was so fucking good. 
And I always looked at him as like one of the best, at, at that time, one of the best skaters in New York. And I think, I hope like a lot of people will agree with me on that. So like, he was always so fun to skate with. He was such like a lighthearted guy. And he was from like the hood and the projects and stuff like that, like close to John Bound. But like, he, he always just like brought like smiles to the table, which is like awesome. This stuff is something you want to be around all the time. And that's one thing I appreciated about being with him and skating with him as much as I could. And like those be unique days where we used to like all crash at the Brown brothers house and, and skate all day. Like those were like really fucking fun times. And those are really parts of my life where I got to like get close with him and see exactly how he was as a skater and as a person himself. But that was something that I feel like a lot of other people didn't know. And that's why I made that 20 minute video like that, I guess kind of like a, like a memory of video, a tribute video to him after he passed away, because a lot of people, I feel like knew him for his skating, but not so much him as a person or his personality and stuff like that. And that was one of the things that I try to showcase in that video. That's why I had people not so much talk about his skating, but like talk about him or particular stories they had with him and stuff like that. Because I want other people to know that it wasn't just like another skater that died. Like I wanted other people to know what kind of person he actually was and what kind of person we were missing from the scene now at that point, not just like, another edit that we weren't going to see again or another profile we weren't going to see again. Like, I want people to, like all around the world to know that it was this type of person that we were losing now. Man, that, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing what you did. And like, uh, in a way I, I do, I do feel you, I do feel what you're saying because uh, almost like five years this year, uh, I've lost, we have lost a good friend, Edwin Veering. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe like, um, what you're feeling and like i do understand like mm -hmm. why you did that and it's pretty cool and uh i mm -hmm. think it's also like a piece of history because like the new generation should yeah. know uh, who alex was and like how good he right. was especially on on, uh, on mm -hmm. skating and stuff like that man he was like um, yeah super 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 good and um yeah and, and, and well, even like, even when like the, even with no difference when it that video just like showed up whatever I, I i watched it and like the first thing you hear is alex's voice and I was like, oh, shit, like, you know, it's like, aside from, I think more, like, I haven't lost that many people in my life, fortunately, but like, when you hear someone's voice, it's more impactful, I think, than like seeing a picture of them and stuff like that. Like, you see pictures of people all the time, but like, to actually hear someone speaking and like, the first thing you heard when you turn, when you watch No Difference is you hear Alex's voice. And I was like, holy shit, like it, like it hit me like instantly. Damn. I believe, I believe. And um, yeah. So right after the 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 be unique area, like you um, focus yourself on making like project like the truth, right? Or uh, did you take like yeah. Other... Um. So I think it was pretty much like right after. It might have been. Yeah. So I think the deal with that was that like I guess be unique wasn't really doing much at that point, and there wasn't ever a point where. Chris and Corny were like, got everyone together. And we're like, all right, listen, guys, like, we're not doing this anymore. Thanks for joining us in the ride. Like, that never happened. It was like, all of a sudden, we just started to lose contact with everybody slowly. And then it turned into like, yo, have you spoken to Chris and Corny in a while? And everyone be like, no, I haven't. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then before you know it, like, we knew that they were officially just found out they were doing something else, you know, not skating. And um, so, like, throughout that transition, that's when like I got together with the Kelsos and we decided to make stuff like the truth. It was just like, I know mostly for them. Oh shit. They, 
I know mostly for them that, like the Kelsos, they were tired of, um, I guess, pretty much not having control over their footage, how it was edited, what tricks were used and stuff like that, because they would just shoot, they would film all the time, but they would just hand their footage off to somebody else and it would be in their hands. And it was something that was pretty common at that time, at least with the people we skated with, like Billy and stuff also, where footage just, they felt wasn't being used properly. So we just took it all into our own hands and made something that we could all be proud of, not just like me and the Kelsos, but everyone involved, Franco, Billy, Cheshire, then later became like Mike Montre and stuff like that. We just wanted something that was more than just handing stuff over to somebody else to let them portray it how they wanted to portray it. It was something that we all wanted to do our own way. And it's more common nowadays. Like everyone does their own thing now. Everything's like a VOD or whatever. And, you know, they edit them themselves. But back then it wasn't really like that. So it was something that we wanted to do as a crew and as friends more than like a team because that's what was happening at that time. It was a lot of team videos, a lot of like USD videos, Razor videos, and that's truly like unique videos. So um, we just wanted to do something separate from all of that. And since like video groove died, like a video like that wasn't as common to see. So we were happy to put something together like that. And we really went for the homey vibe in those videos. And I, I think it, we pulled it off, you know? Yeah, I do think it too, because like, as you imagine, I was a fan as well of uh, of those production and the roster yeah. that that, uh, that offers was mm -hmm. pretty pretty cool. You, Sean, mm -hmm. Colin, and then like also yeah. just like you were saying, uh, uh, Cheshire was also earlier, but like yeah, Morda, yeah. Um, Montre, Bolino, and, and it was yeah. I was hoping to see like a truth uh, three, but uh, yeah, fortunately, life. I know uh, that, that that was like we. And all like people obviously asked us that like many, many times over the past few years. And it, it didn't happen originally because everybody moved after Truth 2. After Truth 2, um, I moved to Arizona. Billy, I think, moved to Oakland. The Kelsos moved to Kansas City. So everybody was like, oh, and, and Murda moved to LA. So like everybody was like, we all split up. So it wasn't really possible. Or it wasn't like realistic for that to happen unless we had a tour, which we spoke about. But it's like, it's, it's hard enough to get people together to skate in your own town, let alone gather everybody from every part of the country to get together for a tour, you know? So that obviously never happened and times passed and times change. And no matter how much we would all want something like that to happen, it just wasn't realistic. And True. it was just, it was, it was just like how no difference was. It was like an era of skating that was like locked in and preserved in that in its own way. And that's what it is, you know? And, um, yeah, I would love to do that, something like that again, because I love skating with everybody still. I love skating with Billy all the time, whenever I can, the Kelsos and stuff like that. But it's just not realistic as adults to be yeah, able to get true. together to film something like that again. It's so hard for everybody. True, true, true. So, like, um, yeah, our, would, you, would you be down to, to watch the, the truth through your profile so we can come? Yeah, the... how, how does that work through Instagram? Uh, I was curious how you're going to do this. I just flip the screen. Okay, there you go. Okay, boom. I should be able to, to watch it like that. I just need to take off my headphones so we can see, we can hear. Yeah, yeah. So my talk. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, this is playing. Yeah, I can hear you still. Okay, perfect. So, I'm just gonna... so am I supposed to like talk as this is playing or like what do we, how do you want to do this? Uh, we, can, we can talk later after, after watching it. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen this in a long time. <laughs> Let's see. 
I've watched it earlier and it's pretty pretty cool. Spe- dude, I know it's a short section. Trick. The last trick, it's uh... I don't even remember the last trick. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, this, this will be a, a refresher for me. <laughs> Any, anybody who knows me now knows how weird that is to see me with a beer in my hand. Damn. <laughs> oh, I remember the ending now, yeah. Damn. All right. Let me go back here. Damn. See, I, I originally, like, when you asked what section to watch, like, I picked that because I just knew that we had, like, some sort of, uh, like, tour for the truth. So I figured they'd be, like, tour stories. But, like, watching it, I was like, almost every fucking trick has, like, some sort of story behind it. I didn't really? realize that. Yeah, I, I feel like that. Yeah. No, like, it's pretty, well, uh, it's pretty, pretty just gonna put my headphones. It's my like the first yeah, yeah. 40 was, I mean, I don't know, something else, man. I love it. And but the last, oh, that bump, I think it was fun. I think it was fun. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't remember the last trick because I, I like, I don't, I was never like known for doing hammers or anything like that. So, like, to do something like that, I just completely forgot that it fucking happened. But like, that opening where I had like the beer. Whatever, like I, I was saying, anybody who knows me now knows how like ridiculous and funny that clip is because I like almost never drink now. 
So to just to have somebody like hand me a beer on the street and just fucking drink it, like I would never do that now. That, that is why Torres and Mike says, uh, "Where's the half of that one beer?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that time I probably wasn't, but now I would be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So am I? I don't drink that much. I don't really find it. Uh, um, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Just a couple of beer every now and then, but like nothing, nothing that serious. But like, yeah, man, that's why yeah. it's, it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. I mean, like uh, there's a lot of. Uh, Technical stuff, like the, the very first thing that really um, I wouldn't say that I was surprised of was the um, the the music because I always thought that you were like a mm -hmm. Wu Tang fan, which is yeah. like, I, which is like I think it's yeah. like, your still and stuff like that. But like hearing like a rock music and like a um, yeah kind of a punk rock uh, music at the at the as a soundtrack was pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. Like you have like a uh, you always so the the reason why I I've always been like hip-hop and rock like i grew up mostly listening to like rock music but obviously like growing older and i got more into hip-hop and stuff and um yeah like i skated to wu-tang on the first truth video so i didn't want to skate to wu-tang again and i think my section from what i remember my section was one of the last sections that i put together that i ended up put together and i think i just i was neutral between like a rock song and a hip-hop song because those are like the two main genres of music that you would use at least back then at that time so i think i just wanted uh, like a healthy balance of the two so i just like if there was more people chose like rock music i would pick a hip-hop song if more people chose hip-hop music i would pick a rock song so i think that's why i ended up with that song because i think there was more hip-hop music i think like billy skated to hip-hop like Montre skated to hip-hop i think franco had a hip-hop song in this so like i wanted a rock song to balance it out that's like pretty much the main reason why i went with the song like that and it's pretty cool because just like you were saying, it stands out. Like uh, I wouldn't say yeah. that, like uh, the, the 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 other profile are uh, are like they're all of the profiles were like pretty pretty intense, pretty crazy, pretty cool. But like just mm -hmm. because you've choose these type of songs, it really stands out. Mm -hmm. Like from from the others, I would say. Yeah, that's kind of what I was like trying to do, I guess, with this section. And like, what about the Brooklyn banks? Are still there? <clears throat> like, are you still able? Like, people are still able to go there and skate. They like lockdown. They. So it got, right after this, right after this video, or maybe one of the last sessions that we had filming for this video is when they closed down the banks. And I think this was 2009 or 10 or something like that. And they said it was supposed to reopen in 2015. That's like what the city said, but obviously that never happened. And it was always gated off, but you could still like hop the fence and kind of skate it. And sometimes you would get kicked out. Sometimes you wouldn't get kicked out. But it was like nature was starting to take its place there. You could tell like grass was starting to grow like within like the cracks of the bricks and stuff. So it was like kind of getting hard to skate. You would mainly go for like nostalgia now just to say like, you haven't been there in a while. But my friend Ariel Saroon actually told me a few weeks ago that his buddy was walking by and he called him and said they were taking it out. Like they were bulldozing the banks down. And I haven't heard any updates since then. So... I don't know from what I'm told, like you can't really even see in the banks now, like they chained it up and put like mm -hmm. a tarp over it so you can't even see in. But from the last that I heard a few weeks ago, somebody said they saw bulldozers there, like taking the actual banks down. So it might not be in existence at all anymore. Maybe I'll check it out this weekend when I go into the city to take some photos. Torres says like, I went there yesterday, they're fucked now. Oh yeah, see there you go, boom. So yeah, so that's like, the banks is done like that that spot is 
never going to, if it does exist anymore, it's just not going to be the same as it was. Which is, I do think it's like a pretty uh, lame for those, for the cities in general, because in a way, they attracts tourists, you know, because for example, just like my yeah. saying right now, uh, I always mm -hmm. wanted to go there or me, like I do really would love yeah. to go there and, and mm -hmm. escape the dropper to do the truth of passing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's oh, like, that'd be a good one. Yeah. It's, it's like a touring tourism go to like a, to another city to scale like those legendary spots. Yeah. After that. And I do think that like uh, the cities should like understand the potential to to like increase like the, or like to help certain like I wouldn't say all the spots like certain mm -hmm. legendary spots just like the Brooklyn Banks or uh, Love mm -hmm. Park it was there was like in Philadelphia yeah. or you know all of those uh, but uh, it's pretty hard to to explain those type of things to those uh, old people at, uh, at uh, yeah I know I know that like as a, a rollerblading community we don't have much pull in that sense, but like skateboarding is huge. And I've always said like over the past few years, like I feel like nothing is gonna happen because skateboarding, like they're probably gonna like fight with the city on preserving it in some one way or another, but maybe they lost that battle, who knows? Mm, true, true. And uh, and yeah, and um, there's also like a trick that I remember from your uh, introduction section in, in Be Unique, where you did the full Cavalier capsule on the drop rail here. Oh yeah, the banks rail, yeah. Man, mm -hmm. that was... That, that rail's a that rail's a play rail too, man. It's like it's like a skate park rail just in the street. It's fucking fun. It's like a perfect drop rail. It's so good. That's something <laughs> we'll never get back. To do to do like Fuka by the top so man, that was intense. Well if you go there if you went there and think about it, like that's the rail to do it on. Like it's it's <laughs> that's how perfect that rail is, you know? Damn. I don't think I plan on doing it that day either. I think I remember that day too a little bit. I think that was like I don't know. I think we were just going to go like film. We were like, yeah, it was just one of our filming days. Let's, let's go filming. And then it ended up raining and we're like, we can't skate anything else. We skated at the banks that day. And I think Billy might've had a clip and I, I remember that day pretty, pretty well. I remember like, I think I stayed at Billy's house that, that morning. And then we went to go pick up Franco and I'm pretty sure Franco had a girlfriend at the time. And like, he was like, Oh, I already made a wifey day or something like that. So we're like, hi, fuck you. So me and like Billy, maybe like one other person went to the city and skated the banks and i got those clips because you could tell like it's raining in the footage yeah yeah. and then billy on the right hand side yeah i think billy did like a bunch of cess lights too in the rain in the banks i think i know i put when i made a video of my own before like the truth and stuff like i put his clips in there but they might have been in freestyle rolling in the section i don't remember if he did but if there are clips in freestyle rolling of billy cess lighting at the broken banks it was the same day too yeah, the, he's doing unity from one side to another. He was like dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there, yeah, that's it. And then yeah. unity, yeah. crossing, crossing. I think he unities and then he solves like a curb. Yeah, exactly. That was the same day too. Yeah. Okay, so that was in the video. Damn. And uh, yeah, just because you mentioned Billy, uh, what is the mission of uh, Jump Street Podcast, which is like, in my opinion, uh, probably one of the coolest thing I've ever seen like recently and in the world. I've been skating Thank for you. 20 years. And it's pretty cool what you guys are doing and uh, uh, to have the chance to to listen like uh, on interviews of like people like farm or mm -hmm. like, in any or anything. yeah it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool and i do really like it so what is the mission of jump street thank you um the mission well, i think I the mission of you guys did it yeah so like billy came to me with the idea because he i guess always wanted to start like a podcast of some sort and i originally like like a short version of it kind of i wasn't into doing a podcast like that didn't interest me at all but then like i thought about it the next day and i was like 
wait, if we make like a video version of it, like it would be cool. Like kind of like almost like a TV show, like make a YouTube channel out of it. And then like we started snowballing these ideas and it became something that really interested me more than just like a regular podcast. So like it was definitely cumulative over like some time. But when we realized what we were going to do and I thought about it more, I was like, a lot of bladers don't have a personality pretty much like, or they don't, people don't know about the personalities. People, you might like somebody for their skating, but like, doesn't it mean more to like someone as a person, right? Same problem as yesterday. Damn it, connection. Yosef. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I just lost a little bit. I think I do think like Instagram Italy are like having problems because it happened to me yesterday three times with Miguel. Like it drops down like from one second to another without telling you what what happened, yeah. and why you're losing it and stuff like that. So I'm so sorry. It's like no, it's all good. I think Dave Payne's been doing his like live DJ streams and he does like a two hour set and it breaks down like three or four times during his set too. Or maybe there's like a time limit on it or something. I don't know. Maybe, but like, yeah, we've been like talking for quite some time right now. But yesterday yeah. with Miguel, like we start like uh, talking and like after two minutes, it drops. And then we do it again. Yeah. Other two minutes and it drops. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, as he, Billy's in the chat now. So he, yeah. he's like part of the story too. Like he, he tuned in just in time to start it's talking true, about jump sheet and stuff. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just to continue what I was going off of, it was just a way to give skaters a personality to showcase people's personalities. And we felt like that was an aspect of skating or blading or our industry that was missing. And we were happy to bring that to the table. And we just literally started it. Just let's see what happens. Just throw it out there. We went on a Facebook live one time and people liked it. And we were just like, okay, let's continue. And, you know, we've been growing it ever since. And we have so much shit now to do like uh <laughs> literally before we started doing this i'm working on joey chase's uh podcast which is the next no one we're putting out so we got we, yeah we filmed a bunch in um powwow that people didn't get to see because we usually do it live but powwow it was a blackout event because of the coronavirus we technically weren't allowed to have the event so uh these are all going to be episodes that people have never seen before so i just started working on them now to this morning is there going to be shima yeah <laughs> the, Sh the Shima one is epic. The Shima one is like he straight up told us he was telling us stories that he's never told anyone before. Not so there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in there. I mean, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, yeah, super hyped on that one. With, with that being said, I would like to tell you that like uh, I've asked Bill to be part of this thing that I'm doing. So next week I'm going to mm -hmm. do the same thing with Bill, so you can tell right, you more about uh, <laughs> Yeah, <this>. yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, be sure. Definitely. He definitely has stories too that I either don't remember or just weren't there for or something like that. And uh, yeah, just like it's already 50 minutes. Um, Austin, really. Um, oh, thank you, Billy, for, for what you're saying. Um, he just said. We got to No, For real, uh, man, we, we got to do an Italy version. <laughs> it will be cool. I got <laughs> oh, you guys are coming yeah, to we got, Italy? How's the pizza by you? Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, I would say. <laughs> kind of? <laughs> you don't seem too hyped on it. 
<laughs> no, no, we are like we are in Naples, man. In Naples, it's like the the best place. That, to... Yeah, I heard. It, it was funny because like uh, like before all this shit happened, me and my wife were looking at planning an Italy trip. No way. And then literally like a week later, Italy was dubbed like the fucking hotspot for Corona, so we had to cancel that obviously. But yeah. I don't know, maybe later on in the year or something. Later on in the year, if you need any tips, just please text me. I'll, gi I'll give you oh, yeah, everything you wanted to. I'll tell you everything you guys need to, to know about Italy, where to go, what to do, and stuff like that. So, yeah. 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 And um... it, it was, I, uh, when we were going back on the, the truth section, when we were watching it, I also realized something that I didn't know until just now when I watched it. But, like, I do a true topsail of, like, a blue thing. Yeah. Like a blue one. shapes thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was like the first one that I did that was like, oh, this like feels good. And I, like after I watched that clip, I realized that I think that was the first one that and I just wanted to, because I feel like people only know me for that trick now. <laughs> and I think that was the first one that I did it. Because I used to do it, I used to treat obstacle the other way. And then I think that was the first obstacle where I did it that way instead. And then I realized that I could, you know, pull it off that way. But have you ever always been this flexible? Like, do you have any like problem with your flexibility, or like are you make like any particular like a uh, um, I'm gonna say uh, exercise to improve your flexibility? Or I, I, I still don't think I still don't think I'm that flexible. But like oh, just yeah. certain cer on, certain ways, I guess I, I can move, and that's that's one of the ways, I guess. But I used, I used to true topsail the other way, and then even like the truth one, I think I do true topsails with my right foot. And then this is when I started doing it with my left foot instead. I'm like, oh, I have like a better, my mojo is better going this way. So I started doing them this way. Then, I didn't realize that until we, you played the video before. Yeah, here. Uh, let me see if I can. I can yeah. Do it. So I put it up on my screen too to, to remember what the hell was going on. Yeah, that one. There you go. Then, so I, think that was, I think that was the first one that I did where I was like, oh, this is like, this feels good now. That, that was intense. It was pretty, pretty intense, pretty cool. And, um, yeah, so with that being said, Austin, I really would like to thank you for your time and for this, uh, this, uh, this yeah, chat. Yeah, definitely. This is cool. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to see you soon, like uh, either here in Italy or maybe at the John Bound. It will be great. Yeah, if, you, if, if, you're, if you're in the area to skate John Bound, let me know, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I want to be part of that session. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know about it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. And uh, uh, right now in uh, oh, yeah, an hour, I'm going live with, with, uh, with Miguel. And uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward oh, to nice. seeing you soon. And, and thank I'm you gonna so tune much. into that one too. Oh, thank you. Let me know if you guys need any any tip for your Italy trips. All right, trip. All right. Oh, hell yeah, hundred percent. I'll let you know, hundred percent. All right. <laughs> thank you so much, boss. Thank you so much for your time. All right, be good, man. Be safe. Hi, right, you too. Bye. Later. Later. Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.